2: Good morning, San Diego. You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross and George Allman. Mark Mahadi has a day off today. Uh, we're going to be here for the next hour talking to you about all kinds of stuff going on in your yard and garden. Good morning, guys.
3: Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. A
2: little overcast this morning.
4: Yes, a but
3: few, it
2: was few clouds scattered but it's warm out
3: it's nice
4: it was, it was a beautiful morning very, very yeah. nice and when i got home yesterday it was pleasant inside the house it wasn't hot and it was not sweltering inside which was nice
3: it was a beautiful afternoon and evening welcome back thank you yeah
2: you had a uh,
3: had a good trip i take it i had a wonderful trip uh, i had not been to that particular island before so it was a lot of fun it's what particular
4: island. island was
2: that
3: Hawaii.
4: that's
2: a very pretty place i haven't been there in 40 years I'm assuming it's, it's in the still same pretty. spot. Yeah. I'm assuming it's still pretty. Yeah. Well, i <laughs> well, bet it, it's moved a few it, inches,
3: it, centimeters perhaps, in okay. 40 years.
2: Yeah. Right. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But right now, uh, we have garden classes coming up in San Diego today. It's going to be uh, drought tolerant landscapes with Olivia. Always a timely, always a timely class in this part of the country. That's going to be at nine o'clock. At nine thirty in Poway, it's going to be cactus and succulent care and culture with. Dean from Gnosis, correct? Gnosis. Yes,
4: Gnosis Nursery <laughs> with a G, with, a, with G. a G, Gnosis with a G. It's Greek, yeah. yes. Yeah. And it's not just going to be a presentation on cactus and succulents, is it, George?
3: It is not. They're actually doing a little bit of a workshop. He's bringing some friends, Pete and Annabelle, who have a company called Root Down Pots, and they're going to show you how to best display your your prized cactus and succulents.
2: Should be a good one. That's going to be at nine thirty at the Poway store. Uh, and and
3: that, that that's a sale as well. They're going to bring some unique specimens and those pots for sale. Oh, so, little excellent. workshop with some extras.
2: Okay, next weekend, already in August, um, <sighs> August sixth, nine o'clock in San Diego. It's going to be shade plants with Constance, and at nine thirty in Poway, it's going to be staghorn care and culture, staghorn care culture and remounting with uh, you.
4: <laughs> so for those who can't see, thank <laughs> you. looking
3: at David Ross
4: with with, with contempt, it looked like. It, did it not? So yeah, well, yeah. it should be. A good, but would you? It
3: should be a good. Could class. You change?
4: How did you present it? Because I much prefer remounting and care.
3: Uh, we, it was care culture and, and, remounting. and remounting.
4: You want to get rid of culture? No, it, I want. I want to change the order of. Hang you on. Know did you
3: I, did you edit the newsletter at all? Why, why, why,
4: why do you ask? Because that's how it's worded in the that newsletter. Was, that's just, how it came just, out. Just
3: thought I'd pass that along. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you had the opportunity to change Yes, it. I did.
4: Yeah. I'd rather complain about it on the air and not do anything about I, it. Is that okay?
3: Well, that's fine. Go. Help that's, yourself.
2: It's a okay. par for the course. Uh, let's see. It's Saturday, August 13th uh, from 9 to 10 o'clock. It's going to be Worm Composting with Kathleen in San Diego. And 9.30 in Poway, Hydroponics 101 with Rick.
3: Rick, Rick is a, a just a, a hobbyist who does hydroponics. Oh. And so he's going to come in and, and do a little workshop for us. It, it's a very simple uh, backyard kind of thing. Nothing fancy. little single bucket kind of there you go. garden. Okay,
4: simple, that would be good for me. I'll go take a look. So that's what's coming
2: up <laughs> at, for garden classes for the next three weeks. If you want to see what is coming up, go to WalterAnderson.com. Click on the Garden Class tab in the uh, navigation bar, and it will take you to all of the classes that we have scheduled uh, as far out as that. Far out as that goes, uh, let's see the San Diego Botanical Garden. I couldn't even remember I writing. San Diego Botanical Garden Foundation. Um, today and tomorrow is the uh, San Diego County Orchid Society Summer Show in Sale in Balboa Park. Uh, if you're looking for something to do, uh, get out of the house and go up to the park. I would highly recommend going and checking out that show. Uh, there should be some should be some pretty interesting stuff. Uh, to see and uh, for sale as well. And then skipping up to August 19th, 20th, and 21st, the Fern Society is having their annual show and sale in Balboa Park. That's another one that should be pretty interesting, I would think, uh, some of the stuff that is going that you're going to see there. And then the 27th and 28th of August, pushing it back a little bit farther, uh, the Iris Society is having their annual rhizome sale. So if you're interested in rhizomes, that is probably a good one to hit because I can pretty much guarantee you you are going to find stuff there that you will not find in, in the, stores around San Diego. In the fantastic
4: selection that we should be getting that week as well.
2: Well, aren't we supposed to be getting some this week?
4: Or no, is it, it's is the twenty it, second of a, August. August. Oh, I
2: thought it, for somebody, this I
3: thought week it is was the July. end of the month. See, you know yeah. I,
4: I know that because I edited the newsletter. Okay. Oh. Okay. So, so there are things you pay
3: right. attention to. Awesome. And actually, very, I believe it was
4: edited to say the last week of August. Yeah, I think
2: so. Yeah, I think the ship date was the twenty second. Yeah. So, and that's for the That's for the bearded the, iris rise. Rhizomes hour
4: thirty or something.
2: Yeah, we got a pretty good selection coming in.
4: A lot of varieties.
2: Yeah, uh, and they're usually the they're the harbinger of the spring bulb season. Fall bulb season. Fall bulb season. Excuse me. Yeah,
3: of August coming up. Just. Right yeah. In a day, or well, two. see that's the thing. That's
2: the, it's fall bulbs, but they don't bloom until spring. So, okay, or, or close to it. Yeah, I'll, I'll fair enough. Close yeah,
4: to it. Um, let's see what else do we have going on. I was going to say late winter, but well, you late, know, and then the spring bulbs bloom in the summer. Yeah, that's the way. It's it's
2: it's kind of funky. Yes, always has been. I don't think anybody's going to change it anytime soon. If they would have, if they were going to, they would have. I think.
4: I have a very serious gardening pest problem. Will you will you tell me when we can fit that in. I yeah, wanna... just
2: one, um Don't forget uh, through. I think it's September sixteenth. It's the uh, World of House Plants at the San Diego Botanical Garden. I think
3: that's the fifth, isn't it? September fifth. The their, their website says the fifth. It's some yeah. yeah. It's
2: in September. It's in so September. You got, you got time to go see it. So that's in the conservatory at the uh, San Diego Botanical Garden, mean- and I think you should. Pr- and if you want to go see it, I would get your reservations online because I think it is limited entry into the conservatory at least
4: so. so that would leave the entire upcoming month of august which starts in a couple of days for them to go because it is not here yet and then september is after august is that
2: no it's on it the show's on right right yeah. right that gives them the
4: entire month. the of entire august month of august, august. Yes. okay
2: and a, and a little bit into of, september and a little bit of september yeah, there you go so david and make, one make extra, sure
3: people know they can get there
2: and two more days in july today and tomorrow okay so okay so your pest problem yes
4: you know i have a i have chickens at home mm-hmm. and you know i a pest. built a an elaborate pen for them the coop is fairly large and it's wired along the sides and has a roof on top to c- contain them because when they're out in the yard what are they doing
3: destroying your yard
4: everything in the past. absolutely path. one of my neighbors i think two doors down their chickens are coming up and trashing my my mulch and my compost and their their going under my avocado tree and wiping out everything that's under there
2: how does what's one... under your avocado tree well all
4: the, all the all the leaves and the yeah. mulch and the fertilizer and they yeah. scrape away all the leaves they take all the worms they take all the bugs that are... they just <sighs> what do i do
3: chicken catchatory.
4: it's <laughs> <laughs> thank you sir yeah. okay Problem solved. I can when, go when, forward with my When we, when we my have day. like
3: bug pests, we always say, well, if you have chickens, they love it. Throw it to the chickens. Well, now you have pests, I have and a you just throw it to the kitchen.
4: You are good. Although I've always maintained that if I'm eating chickens from my yard, I didn't specify whose chickens I was eating from the yard, that the world would be in a pretty bad place and I probably wouldn't want to be eating chickens. Probably I'd not. rather just get them in the little, you know, bags in the store. And I do enjoy my chicken. Oh, I know. But I don't know if so I want So your chickens are for eggs. Yes. Do you want me to do you or to feed would the or that? to feed the rattlesnake that was in it? That's um, right. Yeah. In his ch-
2: in his chicken coop. How did you get rid of that?
4: Well, I thought it would be very simple. He was coiled up. It was night and it You should have cool. just reached down and grabbed it. Um
3: also a plan.
4: <laughs> I got a flat nosed shovel and a an empty galvanized um grain can. Okay. My grain can. And I figured he, I would just scoop him up because he was cold and he wasn't going to move. But as soon as I went towards him with the shovel, he Moved. slithered away. Oh. And so I followed him with the shovel and with my galvanized can. And he tried to climb up the wire to get out, and he was unable. So I cooked the can him. down and coaxed him in and and... Put the lid on, and it has a locking lid. It has the handle that comes up that will hold the, lock mm-hmm. the lid in place. And I left him inside the warm storage half of the coop overnight, and then uh, took him for a ride on on Monday morning. That must have been Sunday night into Monday, and released him in the National Wildlife Refuge.
2: No. Oh. I'm sure he's very happy over there.
4: I hope it was okay that I did that. I'm just kidding. I didn't really do any of that.
2: <laughs> a little backtrack there, yeah, <laughs> just in case. Yes. Yeah. Um, no,
3: that's not. And I didn't dispatch him either because that might be illegal depending on the yeah, variety. I, I, so I have no
4: problem not. I don't think it is. I, there I, is I, a variety I, that is.
3: Oh, like, is there? there is one of the. Yeah, and I don't recall which. I, well, I you didn't. know where you
2: can find that out. Is if you get the California fishing game, um, four
3: hundred and seventy three page or whatever the it is. The,
2: the fishing license yeah. handbook, and it's, it tells you all the stuff that you can. If you have a fishing license, you can take all kinds of other you can animals. You get lizards and lizards um, and snakes and all kinds frogs. of stuff. So, okay, you just need to get the book to find out what it is that you can
4: take. Do you have to pay for the
3: book? No, it's online. It's actually, it's a PDF online. Okay, that
4: would Is be the it way. free with my sixty-five or seven-dollar saltwater fishing license that I got?
2: If uh, it's you free ask online. for it, yeah. it's, it's, well, free it's free online, online, online anyway.
4: too. Okay, I will look it up. That's yeah, but very... check it out. I was I
2: that was the first time I had ever looked through it. I was like, wow. I thought this was just a fishing license, but it's a it's a lot. You get a there's a lot more to a fishing license than just a fishing
4: license. So. Well, now it has much more value to it, so I'm not as bitter about the $65 to go fish in the bay a few times. Well,
2: yeah. the only thing I'm bitter about is I wish they would prorate the license instead of being a January 1 to December 31. I agree.
4: And I also wish that I had bought the lifetime license, you know, years ago when it was affordable. And <laughs> when I was younger, <laughs> I would you, use it for more years.
2: Yeah, it's, uh, it's getting up there these days. Uh, let's see. What else is going on? Um, peach beetles are in.
3: Oh yeah, they are the fig and beetles. And the, you know, the fig beetles, The green fig beetles. They
2: are in, they are in full swing right now. And he, we're terrorizing people in the uh, vineyard yesterday.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, David screamed like a, a young. <laughs> Not that girl. there's anything wrong with that.
2: <laughs> well, I, I've never seen anything like I've that. I've never we're, seen that many either. You and, and I were out there yesterday, and you shook that one vine, and I mean it. It was like a swarm of bees. And, and I shook it, it three beetles.
3: times, and each time a, a large a, a population of, came off. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's People, like a
3: horror movie.
4: You know, they're really not that bad. They're spooky. No, but when they're in
3: when they're in mass, <laughs> yes,
4: and they make a lot of noise right. and they're large and they fly slowly around your head and they can be kind of annoying and right. I can understand, but they're not going to bite you or No, gonna, no they're, they're just, not like a praying mantis or a bee or something.
2: No, they're just unnerving. Yes, Unner- they are.
4: Unnerving and annoying. Yes, they are, but that's what it a good badminton or tennis racket is for? Actually, the, shovel.
3: What, your hand as they're coming at you, they're <laughs> yeah. quite easy. Oh, would you like and to? And also chickens love those.
4: Yes, they do. Yes, the beetles themselves? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, how do they catch them?
3: Uh, oh, our chickens, like, leaped in the air to get them. Like, oh, really? Yeah, pterodactyls flying through the air to get oh, them. To wow. Get
4: them. A pterodactyl approach? <laughs> <laughs> <a> um,
5: <laughs> oh, um, really my goodness.
4: I would catch them and... Um, Stun them and give them to my chickens. Oh, I see. I'd like to let the chickens out to catch them on their own, but, you know... But they'd be fighting
3: with the neighbor's chickens. Yeah.
4: Yes, and, and, and they will destroy my mulch. i uh, see so you listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and
2: KPRZ. If you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We would love to talk to you. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with more right after this. With more Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and George Allman. Mark Mahady has the day off today. Hope he's sleeping in.
4: <laughs> I know I would be if I wasn't here. Yeah, so. me too. Um,
2: um, I know, just I, I want... Was, oh, go oh, ahead.
3: You go.
4: I just want to let you all know, for better or for worse, I did not have the winning mega Millions, mega billion dollar ticket sold in Illinois last night, so I'll... While well, I'm here this morning.
3: And you'll be here the rest of the day at work? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I,
2: uh, apparently, I did not have it either if it was sold in LA
4: I got $4. <laughs> so that counts.
3: Well done.
2: A minor return on your investment. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see, what else we got? Well, going I, on? I
3: was going to say, you know, I, last week at this hour, I was in, uh, in Kauai. And when I woke up <laughs> three hours from now, <laughs>
4: Oh, you mean somebody was mis- – I, I, mista- I had, I had two different texts,
3: the- one on my text line at my regular phone and one on, on Facebook Messenger giving me the 888-344-1170 if I wanted to call in and talk to you guys. But, yeah. Well, I told – I told, told him it's
4: 3 o'clock in the morning over there. I know. I had it backwards for just a moment. A
3: mere moment. So I, I wrote and I said, were well, you expecting me to call in because it's – now it's, you know, yeah, it's, it's it was, 930 by the time I yeah. –
4: it should have it should have uh, been 9:30 back there but you were in the wrong direction went the yeah,
2: wrong they, they way moved <laughs> they moved to Hawaii you went the wrong way uh, so tell us about your trip you said uh, it was a good trip it was a
3: good trip uh Capri and I spent a lot of time in the in the water at the beach uh, on the north shore of Kauai very private beach and then uh, hit three separate botanical gardens one of them was an old sugar plantation which had a 2.5 mile train ride around the plantation um, they don't have any real sugar anymore production on the island but they had a whole bunch of um, orchard trees they have like um, cashews and mangoes and atamoyas and a host of other things Oh very uh, cool that they the train stops and there's different types of tours one is just this this loop the other one they'll stop and you actually get to taste test some of the fruit as you're going through And you didn't do that Not on that particular one because it was they didn't do it on that day they had these different days for things and we had other things scheduled but <clears throat> one of the I think for Capri the best part was they had animals everywhere chickens and Pigs and goats and horses and, and, and donkeys and such, and they would stop the train periodically and throw all these corn tortillas out. And talking about chickens coming, like chickens out of nowhere showed up. All these chickens were coming for the uh, for the uh, food. And then as we went to this one big pen, you got out and you could feed the pigs and the horse. And I think you know I was enjoying all the fruit trees, and I'm sure to some degree Capri was, but she had a blast feeding the animals. Feeding the animals, yeah. that's
2: pretty <laughs> and, cool. You said there's there's like some insane amount of chickens on Kauai. Yeah, I forgot
3: the number, but it's insane. Didn't that, you say
4: like 475,000?
2: I, I think or?
3: I made that number up on the oh, spot because 63.4 <laughs> percent of all statistics are made up on the spot. So, um, but there were I,
4: be- I believed you, George, because it was George. It, there are said. a lot of
3: it, it was there's there's hundreds of thousands. I'll look up the number. Lots. If you, there are lots, and they're everywhere. And you hear and they they're one of the guidebooks said that they're they're not very bright because the roosters will crow it. You know, four thirty in the morning and two fifteen in the afternoon and five thirty at night and seven. They they just
4: so if they weren't crowing at odd hours, then they'd be really smart. They'd be chickens. smart. They know
3: it's morning. It's time to crow, and I'll move on with my day. But yeah. they don't. They just do it all day long. My
4: rooster crows all day long, all day and all night. I, I would if I were a hen, I would be a little bitter that I didn't get to sleep because he crows at night too. Yeah.
2: My parents had one and. I only remember it crowing in the morning. Man, that that bird That's when you were awake. That bird hated me. I mean, <laughs> it hated, I did nothing to it, but I'd walk out in the backyard. That thing would see me from across the yard, and it would run across the yard to come over and start kicking me.
4: You were you were a threat to to his flock. I, I don't. I
2: I don't think they had any other birds. I think it was just. I think it was just the. I think it was just the rooster. But man, that thing hated me.
4: I once had an aggressive rooster. Once? once. Taste. <laughs> I don't know, but I'll ask the cleaners next time I see them.
3: Um, you were, went to uh, Lima Huli, Hool, which was l- a, a. Mike, our good friend Mike from the zoo, mm-hmm. suggested it because it's an ethnobotanical garden where they. It's a garden and preserve that is uh, remade in the style that the. Either the Polynesians or the original Hawaiians had grown their taro, and how they kind of tamed the the oh, water no, the, streams the, with the lava with, rock. Exactly, and that was great. They, you know, they had great presentations on um, canoe plants that were brought over from the, the Pacific Islands, uh, and then indigenous plants. And it was uh, it was very well laid out with good signage, really good signage. And speaking <laughs> of, we played miniature golf one day, and at this particular golf course, they had signs at each uh, starting point about Hawaiian plants and culture, and it was very edu- cool. very educational. It was a great little uh, excursion that added a lot of uh, knowledge of the islands and the plants.
2: Very interesting. Did you go to uh, Waimea Canyon?
3: We did not. Not that time. It's south side. We didn't go down that. Oh, route. that's we, right. You said you we we stayed, stayed in the, mostly or, on the on top, on yeah. the north.
2: Yeah. So,
4: and how, how was that that hike at the end of the road there?
3: The hike. you. you unfortunately, the world famous hike. Uh, that everybody goes to the North Shore to do, you now need passes to actually do the trail. Oh. Uh, it, we once we got there I thought we needed passes to park and I was incorrect. You actually needed passes to, to hike. To hike. So you couldn't park anywhere else and walk in. So that was a wash and, and when we went to try to get passes it was three or four weeks out. Oh wow! So you you had to do it before you ever arrived on the island. Yeah. So How? that was a mistake. I on think our I did part.
2: that. I think I did that in 1979. I just remember
4: going on some path on Kauai and it was really slippery and
2: that's most of them dangerous.
3: Though.
4: 91, yeah. yes, and mm-hmm. there was so much debris under the pandanus, yeah, the pandanus, oh, the yeah. screw pine and fruit, yeah. and flies and stink from that. I remember that on that uh, hike. Oh, could. I would have looked at parking outside of the park of that trail, right?
3: And sneaking, making your way in. Yes, I don't think it was possible on that side. I, I could be wrong. I mean,
4: did but, did you go down there? Did you go to the end, or did you just?
3: We drove into where you because you're, where you're a the rule trail, follower. Well, I'm not that much. of Well, I am mostly, but, but we, we <laughs> tried to go in and it didn't work. So, gotcha. And then we, we okay. turned around thinking we would park, and then Caprice and I, did, you actually have to have a pass to get in. So
4: now it's been so, a long time, but I remember Giant Pothos. Oh. Draping the trees oh, yeah. along the end. Of I, that I have road. some
1: pictures.
3: In fact, I I told I, I owe Mary a picture. But yeah, the the pothos and philodendrons just up coconut trees all the way to the top. And yeah. it, I mean, it gives it that jungle look, but it also chokes a lot of trees out. Yeah,
2: I remember. The, I remember the giant pothos down in uh, down in Tahiti with with foliage on them that's the size of philodendrons. I mean, and growing up the tr- just growing up the trunks of palm trees and stuff. It, it, it's pretty. It, pretty spectacular. It, 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 it it's a makes a beautiful it, looking plant if
3: it's it not
4: choking out everything in your yard. Yeah.
3: And I was swinging on some of the vines if you recall. I
4: saw that picture. I was it looked staged, but it was able to support it, oh, well yeah, your I, your nominal weight.
3: Well, I'm a little heavier <laughs> than I was when I left for Hawaii. Um, but you know, I was uh, I did swing on it and successfully without ripping the branches or my arms off. There
4: it. there was another houseplant that I saw a picture of uh the croton.
3: Oh yes, the, I I put capri beside it so we could see the the scale because we typically see our houseplant croton crotons at what you know two feet maybe if. if uh, and had you been
4: standing feet. next to it, we wouldn't have been able to get a proper no. You needed yeah because it's <laughs> it's a tall
3: plant yeah but it it was gorgeous. That's one of the neat things about being somewhere like that is what we see as houseplants are just outdoor gorgeous.
2: Well, I'm glad you I'm glad you said it was to show the size of the plant because when you said you had her stand next to it to. For scale, I was concerned that it was a giant scale that was on it. Oh, there. no, no, no.
3: In fact, I didn't see too many insect pests, quite honestly. Maybe because it's so, there are so many chickens everywhere. I, yeah,
2: it could be. It is a beautiful island, though. I and, have, and Monstera, I by the way.
3: Mon- Monstera everywhere with fruit, big fruit heads on oh. so many plants.
4: What is the species name of that Monstera?
3: Deliciosa.
4: And why maybe? You,
3: because you can eat those at the proper time. Otherwise, they're toxic. And oh, they will make to you sick.
4: Yes.
2: Oh, and supposedly it tastes like pineapple.
3: If you get them when they're ripe. Well, see, I just
2: eat a pineapple. It
4: tastes like death if you
2: <laughs> get <Yeah>. them <laughs> when they're not ripe.
3: But you know, other than that,
4: yeah. um, let's see what else we've got. Did you see any variegated oh, monsteras
3: yeah. there? You know, I I didn't. Uh, I was because we have them in our store, so I was looking. I only saw the regular, you know, mod zero type.
2: And you have a new favorite tree.
3: Well, I don't know if it's my well, favorite tree, but it's my might be one of my favorite ornamental trees, and that okay. is the the um, the eucalyptus, the rainbow eucalyptus. Oh, oh that's d- not d- the one I was thinking d- about. Oh, what d- d- oh, no, you're right. You're thinking of the uh, the crepe myrtle, the yeah, speciosa,
2: Lagostromia speciosa.
3: Oh, I, yeah, and we have two, and ours are blooming we right now have, at our nursery.
2: We have two at the at the uh, store. I,
3: I will tell you something. We on the we went on another tour, and I forgot how to pronounce it. What was the na, na the na ani shana oh. na, aina. Ian Kai. Yeah, Kai, Kai. Uh, that that was a, a, a uh, garden preserve and uh, sculpture park, and that was uh, Charles Schultz from Peanuts. His uh, first wife uh, owned owned it. They had bought some property there in seventy nine or and built a home. Beautiful gardens. And the woman that gave us the tour was very knowledgeable. But unlike us, she does the opposite of what we do here on the radio show. She only spoke in common plant names, and I was looking for the genus on some of them so I could tie them to what I know mm-hmm. and she only gave common names and we tend to do spe- genus here and mm-hmm. not the common names for people but it was useful well, because
4: Well, why do we not do that
3: well we Just, don't do that because there are so many plants that common names are, are you know there's one plant that has I mean there are ten plants that have the same common name that are in different genus and that's why I wanted to know what the genus was because right. she would say for example there was a, a beautiful garden wall of plants in a labyrinth that they had a, a, a and they, she called him Mock Orange, and I said, "Oh, which Mock Orange is it? Is it the Pittosporum? Is it the you know Philadelphia?" And she goes, "Oh, I don't know." So I went and looked, and it was neither. But oh, so it's just yet another okay. plant. Called, <laughs> I forgot what it was. I took a picture. I'll share later. But so that's where it's important, you know, when we do use the, the binomial genes. system it, it of sense. nomenclature, it makes sense to use it. But common names can be useful for people too, so they know what plant we're talking about.
2: Well, it's kind of interesting. I was reading the history of that garden. It said in the late seventies, Ed, Ed and Joyce Doty. Uh, decided to move from Santa Rosa, California to Kauai to retire. They had been raising mules, crossing different breeds of female horses, mares with male donkeys, jacks, to see what kind of mule resulted. When that project was no longer fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, as I said, it was Charles Schultz's first wife. So when you, I guess when you have some disposable income, you can, yeah. you can, when something's yeah. not fun, you move on to the next yeah. thing.
2: <laughs> when that project was no longer fun, they came to Kauai looking for land on the beach where they could spend their time relaxing, reading, and fishing. And they ended up with 30 acres of farmland and a 12-acre house site. So
3: sounds And it's, it's gorgeous. Their house site, the house is you know, pretty neat, but they have a beautiful... Um, I guess veranda or you know deck that overlooks the ocean on, on and it's spectacular sounds
2: yeah. sounds really neat I and, back. and, I gotta and, go back and she there.
3: was into art and, and there were sculptures everywhere and clearly you have money when you go I would like a sculpture of kids playing with a dog or I would love a sculpture of this and they're just everywhere and they're gorgeous and they all have sentimental value and they're neat but you have some disposable income when you're doing that
4: it's funny when you said that she's into art and had sculptures everywhere. I assumed those were her sculptures, that she no. was the artist. No, so she you. wasn't. She brought in art. She, she yeah, and, and
3: there and it's well worth a visit and it's a nice little venue.
4: You want to try and pronounce it one more time since we've Since said I can't it. It.
2: Na, na, aina, Kai.
3: Botanical Garden yes. and Sculpture Park. N
2: A I N A K A I. Correct. Uh, You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. If you want to give us a call, 888-344-1170 is the number. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this.
1: With more garden talk here on KCBQ
2: and KPRZ. I'm Ken Anderson along with David Ross and George Allman. Mark Mahatey has a day off. Uh you know, speaking of sugar, that's the one thing I really remember mostly on Maui the first time that we went to we went to Hawaii or I went to Hawaii, which I think was nineteen seventy nine, is there is just there was sugar everywhere. I mean it there was even there was still sugar on Oahu at that time. Uh as I recall. Um, uh, but it was everywhere. Yeah. And not so much. There's none. Nope. There is none now. It's a, it's a, it's a pretty, a pretty incredible history and a pretty uh, incredible, um, pretty incredible history and a pretty incredible industry. That's just completely gone now. Yep. And then the other thing that was kind of interesting over on the, over by Lahaina, they used to grow, um, tomatoes in the fields where they used to grow, um,
3: Pineapple.
2: Sugarcane. Okay. Up on the side of the mountains. And they they grew some of the Maui tomatoes were just some of the best tomatoes that they ever grew. And then this was years ago, there was a there was a fire, a brush fire. And so they were dumping water on everything to put the fire out while well, they were dumping seawater on it and it wiped out all the tomato fields. At least That was the story that I heard. So that was the end of the Maui tomatoes. They flooded everything with seawater to keep the fire under control. Anyway, if you want to give us a call today, 888-344-1170 is the number. We are heading out to El Cajon where Lori is waiting. Good morning, Lori. How are you?
5: I'm good. How are you guys?
2: We're good. What can we do for you?
5: Well, uh, I meant to call you guys last week, but I overslept. (laughs) I don't blame
2: you. (laughs)
5: Uh, you guys have been talking about the palm tree weevil. Yes, and I went and I got some of the systemic insect, insecticide, and I just want to make sure that I don't over poison my tree. I want to make sure I have to measure the the trunk and do exactly what it says about the third. I have it says one inch per diameter of the trunk, so it's the main. My trunk kind of goes; it's bigger at the bottom and smaller at the top so where do I measure the, the
4: trunk approximately to... chest height height and it is the the circumference not the diameter that you're you're measuring you want the distance around the trunk in inches and then I believe it's one ounce per gallon a uh, one ounce per inch of trunk circumference put into a gallon of water and poured around the base okay.
5: I used the wrong word. You're right. Circumference. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. Well, I, th- I think it's I, it's going to be pretty tough to over deliver on right, on, a, right. on a palm tree that size. Uh, so I, I you know I do do your best to get as close as you can as far as the measurements are, concern, are concerned. Always, but uh, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be over I wouldn't be overly concerned about it. I think you you get some on there. I think you're going to be in good shape.
5: Okay. Well, in in addition to this, I'm trying to get rid of my stupid. Lawn around it, and um, I wanted to plant some drought drought tolerant plants, and I didn't know how deep I should or close I should plant to the palm. I didn't want to mess up its roots, and I also don't know how how soon I should plant after I put in this systemic.
4: Well, just real quickly, was I not paying attention when she told us what kind of palm, or did we not hear that?
5: Queen palm.
4: It's a queen palm. Well, the queen came with the. So I don't know. The queen palm is susceptible, but it is not it's as not nearly susceptible. as susceptible right. as the date palm. Um, and you can plant right after the systemic. I would I think I would go three to five feet away from the trunk because there's going to be a pretty uh, dense mat of roots. It's going to be hard to dig. To, to, yeah. to right. dig. you'll
3: know. I'd
4: move. I probably a minimum of three to five feet away from the trunk. And if you want plants in that area, instead of planting in that area, plant something that will stay low and spread and and train it that direction to grow into it with the roots a little oh. bit uh, farther away from the mm-hmm. trunk.
5: So that's why nothing's growing there now. Got
4: it. Yeah, the roots, mat, the roots of those palms will mat and just push everything out of the way. I, I remember it at the Enterprise Street location of the nursery where the queen palms were mm-hmm. in the bricks the bricks have been pushed or were yeah. displaced ar- around the palms from the roots pushing them out
2: yeah yeah it's it's kind of interesting with the with the queen palms we uh my parents had a uh, had a semi above ground pool at our house on Ticonderoga street and in the deep end of the pool there were queen palms planted around the pool and you could see where the roots would come over and they'd hit the liner and they would turn down it, i mean they're they're not in they're not super invasive but uh there, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there is a lot of roots off of them. So, yeah, it, it, plant plant stuff uh, three to five feet away from the trunk and plant trailing things, and they will trail into that area, uh, and it, you should be able to fill it up to some extent. And, area, and the area that doesn't fill up, just go ahead and either, either mulch it or um, put down, um, like, Mexican beach pebbles or something like that just to cover up the ground and, and clean it up a little bit. Okay. All right?
5: Well. Thank you so
2: much. Okay. You have a great weekend, Lori. Thank you for the calling. Sure,
5: thank you. Okay. Bye
2: guys. Take care. Uh if you want to give us a call, eight 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 three four four eleven seventy is the number. Yeah, I keep I'm keeping an eye on that big uh, date palm up the street from us and well do you, do you think eh. it's
3: it has weevils in
2: it? Or do I don't know. <laughs> uh the lo- the older foliage is looks like it's starting to starting to sag and I think that's what the the Early indication might be. Have
4: we so, knocked on the door
2: to? No, I haven't. I haven't done. It's okay, if they are listening. They would know. So you need to leave a. Did card you knock there, on so the door to tell you. them to listen? No, <laughs> no, because everybody knows that we're so at six o'clock. You, you, you okay. sent a.
3: But David doesn't know the time when you use it across the globe, but you—you um, you were the one that swatted a red palm a, weevil, right? A, just yes. right out of the air. Yeah, right uh, out of the air. Uh, Thinking a it
4: was an early yep. season green fruit beetle, yes. Right. And I don't have. There's no Canary Island date palms on our street. There
2: it's you. just cruising around looking for something. Looking, yep. Yeah. For some kind of palm tree. There
4: are a few all the way across Campbell Road and up the hill. You can see them on the on the hillside across the valley, but none it none close.
2: Well, you know, it's interesting. There, there's so many different date palms that are out there. It seems like they only go after the
4: so far primarily. they've
2: only primarily gone after the canary Island date palms. I know oh. there's a there there's a bunch of um phoenix dactyliferas in the in the in the condos down at the bottom of the street. i mean a lot of them and they don't show any signs of it at all I would
4: expect them in talking to Kurt Peacock about this he, with the fusarium it is spreading across other species of the phoenix genus, mm-hmm. and he was saying that he just doesn't think that the Canary Islands are going to be around, and the probably the Dactyliferas too. But the Canary Islands, especially, are going to be gone from San Diego because well, of they're, between they're, the Fusarium and the Beetle, there's they're
2: they're disappearing really yeah. fast. Really, really it, it is not hard to spot dead Canary Island right. date palms around town. They're everywhere, um, especially in undeveloped areas like the riverbed and things like that. It
4: it took three out of my. Well, uh, you were saying out of her, my parents' her, yard. Her,
2: yeah. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. Uh, let's see. We're going to go talk to Barbara right now. who has got an orange question. Good morning, Barbara. How are you?
6: I'm good. How are you guys doing?
2: Good. What can we do for you?
6: Okay. Um, i have about done digging a hole in my yard to transplant an orange tree that's in a full-size half-whiskey barrel. Mm-hmm. And I just need to know what I should do to amend the soil before I put it back in there. Um, compost. I've got peat moss, grow mold. I don't want to spend a fortune because it's a good-sized hole. I got carried away on digging it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, Hopefully you maintain the soil that you took out. You can come over to
2: my yard and dig some holes. I got some stuff I need to plant. I saved
3: all the good stuff.
2: Well, um, you'll want got, to
3: mix that with a good planting medium. It can be compost. It can be any kind of...
2: Well, uh, oh, the citrus and palm.
3: That works probably, well, but even yeah. even the you know if she already has compost that will work. Uh, There's some yeah, schools of thought right. saying not to add anything, but uh, I, I like to to amend with some organic material yeah. when I when I plant. And I know yeah. David does as well. With citrus,
2: I would probably stay away from peat moss. Uh, yeah, I would to, stay away from the peat moss as well, uh, just okay. because it because yep. it holds so much water. Um,
3: okay. the Big Harvest Bale works. Uh, any of the, the EB huge Stone. I'm
4: a fan of the Big Harvest Bale.
3: It, it's economical and it has a lot of good uh, product in it. Worm, castings, Worm casting, chicken manure. manure.
4: Yep. EB Stone Big Harvest Garden Soil. Isn't that what it's called?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Big Harvest Bale is a is euphemism it, I, for it.
2: Yeah, I think that's what it used to be called. I think yeah. it's called Garden Soil
4: now. And it's in a compressed bale because
2: the— It's three
3: cubic feet. It'll be more than you need, but you can use the rest in anything else in the well, garden or as a mulch.
4: You don't know how big of a hole she dug. Well, <laughs> so I, I'm Apparently think,
6: it's I, pretty big. I
3: don't think she'll use just, three cubic feet. but I just
6: measured it. It's
3: 20 inches deep.
6: Uh, 40 inches wide on oh one my side, God. 40, 44 That's, on the other side. You yeah. should I just put a hot tub a, in. I wanted to put give the tree a good chance. Of, <laughs>
2: I think you you, you you definitely will give the tree a fighting right. chance with a, with a hole that size. Can, and, congratulations. That's much bigger than I would have dug. Right. <laughs> I told you it got carried away. <laughs> yeah. And
3: when you do plant it, make sure you plant it a little bit high because it's going to settle and you don't want the, the soil around it to start covering up the crown, yeah. uh, up the trunk. Right. It's yeah, keep help.
2: the yeah, keep the existing root ball about three quarters of an inch above the existing grade. That'll that should give you some 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 space for settling. Yeah, you don't want the you don't want the soil to build up around the trunk of the tree.
6: Right now, how what ratio should I mix like the compost and the dirt and
3: uh no more than fifty percent, fifty percent. Okay,
6: and should I? Because I was thinking of doing like the bottom half with the compost and soil mixture, and then maybe the top half with some better stuff.
3: Nope, like nope, your- you want it to be uniform throughout, homogenous. Oh, yep.
6: okay, all right. Okay, so I guess I'm taking a trip to the landfill. <laughs> <laughs> Is that or that BB, no, that BB... E-E-B.
3: EB, Echo okay. Right, EB. Yeah, Is it- that...
6: That's a soil, or is it a compost, or what is
3: it? It, it? Yes, it's a soil amendment. There's no soil in it. It's more of a. It's a compost. It has wood product in it, and as David said, it has worm castings, chicken manure, and a couple other things. Yeah,
2: and and as far as amendment is concerned, I would definitely take a look at. I would definitely take a look at the the EB Stone, um, whatever it is, the garden soil, gar- Big Harvest Bale. Gar- the, garden, well, the big soil harvest bale. garden soil, the Big Harvest Garden Soil. Mm-hmm. Rather than the the stuff that you get the stuff that you get from the landfill, I would say you can use that as a mulch. But because you really have no clue as to what is in it, there's very little control. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily use it as a soil amendment. And if it's not and if it's not fully composted, mixing that with your existing soil is going to suck the nitrogen out of the soil as it continues to break down. So I would use it. A, I would. I would. I would say use that as a mulch, but I wouldn't use it as a soil amendment.
6: Okay, and then. Speaking of a fertilizer, what should I, how should I feed it after transplanting it and what?
2: Grow power citrus and avocado food is what I use. And even though it says citrus and avocado food on it, you can use it on other stuff in your yard too. It's Every, real it's everything. good for fruit you can use it on everything. It's a it's a great fertilizer.
6: Should I give it a heavy feeding after transplanting or I wouldn't say I
2: I wouldn't say a heavy feeding, but just a just a regular feeding and then get on a regular schedule with it probably about every eight weeks or so. Eight to twelve uh, weeks. On a
4: new planting I would do it a little more frequently and give it less. I'd give it a you said it's in an oak barrel now?
6: Uh o barrel, yeah. A big okay. uh, so
4: size. Yeah. Mix a throw a couple of hands full over the top, sprinkles around that the base about once a month for the rest of this summer and then water it in and I'd throw a couple of hands full in the bottom of the hole and mix it in with the soil as well so it's down there when the roots start the roots start moving out moving in
6: okay um okay I just want to make sure I have this so EB stone big look, big big harvest
3: bale or big garden soil, soil.
6: Yeah. either way it's we'll, the same it's we'll the same get, one, get you there yeah. big harv okay got it all right thanks
3: guys okay thanks Barbara take care have Thank a great you. weekend
2: Bye. take care. Uh, You're listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back with more right after this. With more Garden Talk, Aaron KCBQ and KPRZ, I'm Ken Anderson, along with David Ross and George Allman, Mark Mahadey has a day off. Um, you know, one, of, one of the things I've been meaning to do for a while, and I uh, haven't haven't done it yet, uh, in Encinitas at the Self-Realization
4: Fellowship. Yes, I've been meaning to talk to you about having some self-realization <laughs> yeah. for a long time. Uh,
2: um, which is over by, I, I guess it's by Swami's... Um, it's that. Re- Isn't really, it's it? Aren- that, it's that weird, interesting architectural. It's on the little thing. point there, right? Yeah, yeah. They have a botanical garden there, and it's botanical garden and a meditation garden, and it's free admission to to get in. And I heard about it for a long time. Oh, wait a uh, second. Uh, free? Free? Yeah. Okay, now what, I, it's I will pay right t- up t- your alley. I'll so, pay attention. Yeah. So I um, had been meaning to go for a long time, and then I was talking to our assistant manager Gretchen this week, and she went. Last week on her day off, and she said it's really, she's really really nice. So that's that's on my list to do uh, fairly soon this summer, is to go over and uh, check out the self realization garden.
4: And then you can pop over to Del Mar on a day when the track is operating. Yeah,
2: yeah. When we went, Melanie, I took off a little early on Wednesday to go catch a couple of races at Del Mar, <laughs> and uh, we're coming up. Uh, Coming up, Coast Highway, get to the traffic circle because we go in where so the it's, fire, boy, where it's the light today. i are like, light. wow, there's hardly anybody here. We're going to have the place to ourselves. So we go in and we park where we usually park, and there's no uh, valet. And I'm like, well, that's kind of weird, man. It really is going to be light today, and they're dark on Wednesday. We didn't realize that they did so, have the place to themselves. <laughs> yeah. So, so we went to the racing office to make it look like we were there for a reason and not just for being stupid. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so it wasn't a total loss, but. Uh. No, we're going, going going, today, though. Today, the part nice of David will be played by <laughs> Ken and Melanie. Uh, it should be a nice day. So if, uh, so if you see me hanging around at the uh, track today, be sure to say hi. And, or or and- on
3: Wednesday, go talk to him. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. doesn't feel <laughs> yeah. so foolish. I'll be much easier to find on
2: Wednesday <laughs> okay. uh, than I would be today. So anyway, it should, be, it should be a nice day over there in Del Mar. Uh, what else do we have? Going- oh, uh, if you wanna, if you're considering putting in a fall vegetable garden, I would consider doing that now. Um, we have a fairly good selection of stuff. and You mean the, a,
4: a second summer. A
2: second summer, yeah. Uh, yeah, not a fall vegetable.
3: Yeah, thank you. I was like, wait a minute. It's not even it's August a, it, yet. It, it, okay. I was going to ask him to
2: wait it, for a day an, and a it, half, it, yeah. it's, and it's then a, I realized. It's the whole bulb thing. So <laughs> you, you put them in now, you'll have
1: – you <laughs> yes. put tomatoes
2: in now, you'll have them. For Thanksgiving. In the, in, in, I've never in
4: done that before, but I'm I'm considering it this oh,
2: year. Oh, I'm going to do it this year because so many of my tomatoes got blossom end rot. But I think it's just because they – I. For me, I think it was the um, inconsistent watering. Inconsistent watering. Yeah. yeah. Uh, of, for, if, fortunately, uh, cherry tomatoes don't get blossom end right. rot. So,
4: one of the tomatoes I planted this year is delicious, and I really would like to plant it again. Next but you just don't you don't know the what name. it is. Yeah, there's a reason that we label them, right? Oh yeah. And I think it's we did did we do a Better Boy and Celebrity?
3: We did Celebrity and Early Girl. I don't think you and hey, I. Did. My Early
4: Girl was not. As tasty as as I I didn't do I didn't remember them. Better but my, boy with you. Was it celebrity? I then? Think it was celebrity. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty pleased with it. It's yep. quite well. I think that's what it is.
2: Now it's a determinant one, right? Isn't no. celebrity determinant? Well, is it
4: semi? So this is not determinant. So it's probably better boy, or it could be something else. <laughs> well, we but did, It's delicious. You, uh,
3: our, our one of our coworkers, Adams, brought in some tomato starts different varieties if you took one of those you may it it's could be. not one of those because okay.
4: those are th- I, I'm okay. pretty sure those were a little bit later so they're in a different spot but so I have no idea what it is but it's really really good and I really want to plant it again next year right right I understand okay yeah. what was the other half of our
3: we did I think we did celebrity I th- um we did sun um sun gold
4: okay I have the sun gold yep. I have an early girl I know where the cherokee purple is but I think this is either celebrity so this must be Something. I did
3: Costoluto Genovese, but I don't I think you not. and I did that together. So.
4: And that's very distinctive. With yes, it. we did. And very we got tasty. some of those in yesterday. Ooh. Which one? Costoluto Genovese. What's so good about that one?
3: It's a great heirloom. It's very Just tasty flavor. Yeah. It's no. it's it's ugly. It's yeah, creased. It is. It's like me, but it's tasty. <laughs> oh, let's move on, <laughs> please. <laughs> uh.
4: Oh, you sure you don't want to just
2: end uh, it early? Uh, let's
3: just move on. What classes are coming up, Ken? Yes, and- yeah, let's go back to the classes.
2: Um, today, in July 30th in San Diego at 9 o'clock, it's going to be drought-tolerant landscapes with Olivia. 9.30 in, in Poway, it's going to be cactus and succulent care and culture with Dean from Gnosis Gardens. And it's not just going to be...
3: Not just it's information. Not just it's information, going to be a little workshop. A little he's little providing workshop. soil and stuff and have some unique specimens for that sale. That he's going to
2: direct sell there. Yeah. It, and next weekend, it, next weekend, it's going to be uh, shade plants with Constance in San Diego at 9 o'clock and at 9.30 in Poway. It's going to be uh, staghorn fern care, culture, and remounting with David Ross. I thought
3: you were going to pull an audible and, and change it right there on him and say remounting and care
2: Yeah, to, or to
4: do it. No, it was not a beefsteak, Tim, but thanks for suggesting it. I got a picture of Tim's beefsteak tomato, speaking of George.
2: Oh, is it all cat-faced?
4: Yeah, kind of. Not all cat-faced, but...
2: But mostly. Mostly? Partially. 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 Yeah. You've been listening to Garden Talk here on KCBQ and KPRZ. We're going to be back with another hour of Garden Talk right here next Saturday morning at 6 o'clock. Have a great weekend, everybody.